Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm super excited to talk to you. I just wanted to thank you so much for listening and subscribing. I just think it's such a joy to be able to share information with you. And hopefully this helps make your life a little bit easier as you work and do all the things that you need to as a mom. So I'm just super excited that you're listening and I would love to connect more. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing and yeah. All right. Let's hop on into our episode today. We're going to talk about three must-dos for a successful fall. I can't believe it's already fall, right? Maybe it's because it just seems like it's a very busy season as we've jumped back into school and sports and extra activities. I know it takes... At least people say it takes about six weeks to re-acclimate into school. And so if you've started kind of mid... August is when we started. It didn't feel that we really were kind of in the swing of things and school and the routines and everything until about the end of September. So we are definitely ready to head into fall, but it seems like it's just around the corner. Like we just got our feet wet with school and routines and everything. And now, oh my goodness, it's already fall and time to go. So yes, the leaves are changing color. Everything is now pumpkin spice, right? You're taking out your fall clothes. Maybe if it's cold where you are, we're in California. So it's a little bit more cooler. It's lovely. The weather is like just perfect. I love it when it's a little cool and crisp in the evening and we can open up windows and get nice cool air at night. And so we love the nice cool weather in the fall, maybe with some boots or a scarf, all that kind of stuff is coming out. So as we're kind of heading into October and November and December, the wheel of time just starts to ramp up. I feel like we're kind of on a hamster wheel or like some kind of thing that just goes a little bit faster, a little bit faster. And soon it's going to be the new year. So as I started thinking about this, October really sets it off for the holidays and the months and fall and then it's winter and everybody knows it goes by so fast. So as I started thinking about these things ramping up, I started thinking about what I was doing to prepare for fall and to prepare for the next few months 
And just to make the holiday season a little bit easier, a little bit less stressful. And so I wanted to talk to you today and share three must do's for a successful fall. Now, these are three things that will really, really, really help you. So if you want to grab a piece of paper or write in the notes section on your phone, or just listen if you're driving or you're doing housework or some other thing and your hands are busy, right? So we're going to just jump into this, but I have to say, I do these things all the time and it helps immensely. My season goes so much better and I'm able to actually stop and enjoy the season rather than just trying to get everything done and feeling crazy. So number one is to plan ahead. So if you're listening to this, good job. You're on your way. So plan ahead. So on your piece of paper, you might write down what kind of things you can do that would be helpful to plan ahead. This might mean decorating early or getting gifts early or maybe getting costumes for Halloween early. I know our kids just tend to get something last minute. It's usually like the week before or maybe a couple days before and they decide, oh, I want to be this. And then you're scrambling and we have a bucket that's like, whatever is in here. I swear, my boys have worn the same outfit for like the past three Halloweens and then it gets too short because they're growing. And so then we realize, oh no, this is the last year for that thing. We, we can't, we can't wear that again. But by the time we look at it, it's already short and then we don't have any other options. So my advice would be to plan ahead with costumes. The best costume I have to say that I have found for my kiddos that now they're getting into the tween years and stuff. My um, daughter found this really cute tiger outfit. It's like a tiger onesie and it's super comfortable and soft and just looks cute on her. But it also just covers her in all the places that I would prefer her to be nicely covered and also provides it to be nice and warm. She has a couple pockets, so she feels super comfortable and confident in it. And so she does her hair and makeup really cute. And then she has her cute tiger outfit that's soft and cuddly and just it's perfect. So if you're looking for one of those, Amazon is the best bet. So that one is awesome. I love the pockets because she can stick her cell phone in and it's just chapstick or some other little item and it comes in very handy. So this year we are looking for a shark onesie for my middle guy who is very into sharks. So anyways, that's the side, but uh, yeah, if you need some costume ideas, The other thing I mentioned was decorating. Now, you may or may not decorate your house. That's totally fine. Or decorate inside or outside or all the things. But I have to say, just decorating is a huge topic on its own. But there's a lot with it, right? You can decide how much you want to decorate or how little. I tend to only decorate the spaces that we are going to be in as a family. So, If it's like downstairs, it's the kitchen, the living room, the family room, dining room, maybe the bathroom that's downstairs so that it feels like fall and everything's decorated downstairs. But I have found that upstairs we have all the bedrooms and the kids don't really care. They don't really want to decorate their rooms. Sometimes they do. Maybe at Christmas they do. They have some things to decorate their room, but for the most part, they don't really care. And then you end up 
decorating stuff, putting it up, nobody appreciates it, and then you take it down. So I, I realized that really where I want to spend my time and make sure things are decorated very nicely and get maybe some extra very nice decorations would be in the places that we are going to be. I think that makes the house feel a little bit more like that season. And so you don't have to worry about going all out. And extra points if you do, if you want to just decorate to the very tip top of your house. But if you want to save some time and sanity and you just want your house to feel a little different over the season, but you don't have enough energy and time to do everything, just do the spots where you will be as a family. Another important thing about planning ahead is to plan out gifts. This is especially important for birthdays and for Christmas and all the things. We have a birthday October 1st and January 1st. So we're kind of in the middle. And then we have uh, lots of relatives that have birthdays in December. And so it gets crazy with gifts. So we've noticed that throughout the year, we have an Amazon wish list for each of our kiddos. And so they have a wish list that they put all their items on. And then if relatives have any questions of what do they like or what should I get them, we just send them a link to the list and say, these are some options if you would like to get this. Another really fun idea that we have for gifts is doing a subscription. So like my daughter loves Brio magazine and I highly, highly recommend it for teens, older teens for the other magazine for girls like me is an awesome magazine as well. That one, the ages are more from like eight to maybe 10, uh, maybe six to 10. Those are like a younger magazine, but Brio by Focus on the Family is geared more towards teenage girls and it is incredible. It is lovely. I highly, highly recommend it. The articles that they have are relevant to issues that the girls are dealing with right now, whether that be cell phones or music artists or listening to music or watching certain things or texting or being good with technology or being depressed or mental stability. So, so many good Christian articles from a Christian perspective of just another voice to speak into your child. So highly recommend that. That is one idea for a gift is to have, we love having grandparents or someone get a a year long subscription for that. And then Ashley can enjoy it all year long. Now I haven't found one that's as good for boys. They used to have one for boys, but they do not anymore. So focus on the family. We're like hoping that they get another boy magazine. But anyways, that's all about gifts. So the idea with gifts is just to plan ahead. Make sure you have a list that you can give to relatives that's super easy. And as I said, we love Amazon wish list because it makes it nice and easy. We can text the list and then just give them some ideas. Yeah, so that's most of planning ahead. The main things are that you wanna just figure out when when you're gonna do things and what you're gonna do. For example, like decorating or gift giving or costumes or all the things that you realize you're going to need. Put a date on the calendar of order costumes this day or decorate this day or have a gift list by this day. And so then you won't have to be scrambling for it later. 
and it will make life so much easier because there's so many other things you need to do, right? And that come up. So the worst is to be surprised and realize, oh my gosh, we have to decorate this weekend. It's going to be fall already. And so if you put it on your calendar a couple days ahead, then you're in a winning situation. For example, we leave for Thanksgiving all the time. We're usually not home for Thanksgiving. And so I decorate for Christmas before we leave for Thanksgiving. My family hates it. They think it's awful and crazy that I'm decorating for Christmas when we haven't even had Thanksgiving. And I agree, it was weird. But then I come back from having a wonderful Thanksgiving with family and my house is all decorated and it's all ready to go. And there's so many more things that I want to enjoy in December that I don't want to have to think about when are we going to get Christmas decorations up. I just want them to be already up and to already enjoy the season. So just a small tidbit, if you can decorate early for the next season and then be able to enjoy that season, it helps so much more. All right. So number one, all of the planning ahead that we just talked about, look at your piece of paper and kind of write down okay, what things are really important to plan ahead for? Do you want to decorate? Do you not? When would you like to do that? And so get out a calendar and kind of look at what dates you want and then just put it into your phone on those dates and get that all set. All right. Number two is to choose your things. So as fun as it is in each different season that has their own different season things, you can't do everything. So choose what activities you want to do with your family. And this will change as your kids grow. For example, my kids don't really care about going to a pumpkin patch anymore. They're over it. And they're like, we went all the time when we were little. (laughs) So now they don't really care. They'd rather just get pumpkins at the store or maybe go quickly and get pumpkins like on the way home for like five minutes, go pick out a pumpkin. But when they were little, it was so fun to spend half a day at the pumpkin patch and choosing pumpkins. And if we went in the evening, we could take pictures and it was a beautiful, the lighting was good. So just all those kind of fun things you have to just choose your thing to do in that season. And as I said, that will just change with your kids growing, maybe traditions that you have, some traditions that are seasonal, you might still love to do like baking cookies or my kids love gingerbread houses and they save all their Halloween candy. And then they make a massive gingerbread house with candy I mean, massive. And then they eat it for the next like two or three days or maybe even weeks. I'm always ready to just throw it out. It's so gross, but they love it and have so much fun just making, putting as much candy as they can on their gingerbread house. It's like the idea is as much candy as you can possibly like do. So they build like a yard with candy, more candy. I mean, it's crazy. So, but I'm really not tempted about eating the candy because it's so gross sitting there on their gingerbread houses the whole time. But that's besides the point. Choose what kind of family things your family likes. You might even ask them. I know a lot of traditions we tend to just go and do 
like going to the pumpkin patch. We tend to, it's the fall, it's seasonal. Let's just go to the pumpkin patch like we always do. But it could be that your kids are all done with the pumpkin patch. Maybe they want to do something different or maybe they're done with that tradition. So it's really important, I think, especially in December where there's so many things that are seasonal and so many things to choose from. I think it's really important to kind of ask your family, what traditions do you really want? What things do you really want to spend our time on? If we can only do three things, what are those three activities that you want to do? Is it really important to go cut down your own tree or to just go buy one? Is it really important to bake cookies before Christmas or could we do that later in January? Is it really important to go caroling or go see a special Christmas show or go see a nativity scene? So I think it's really important to just ask your family and your kiddos what things they want to do. Because sometimes we just, as I said, go ahead and plan things like this is what we're going to do. This is our tradition for doing it. And then we waste so much time and energy and nobody appreciates it. And you feel like it was a loss. (laughs) (laughs) And when we are ready, I feel oftentimes in this busy season that we're stretched to the max, that adding in extra things can be fun, but they're also a lot of hard work. And so if nobody appreciates it, nobody really cares if you're doing it or not, then it would be one less thing you can uh, take off your plate. So ask your family and you might be surprised about what kind of traditions your family likes to keep and which ones they're okay with brushing off to the side. So number one is to plan ahead as far as decorating, gifts, costumes, whatever you need for that next season. Number two is to choose your thing. Choose what traditions or what special things you are going to do in that season and make it fun. Enjoy those things, but check in with your family of what traditions they want to keep. Number three is to enjoy the season. Now, if you have number one done, you've already planned ahead and decorated, you're able to enjoy the season a little bit better. You get to December 1st and you're ready to jump into Christmas. You're not like, oh gosh, I got to get this done and this done and we got to bring this to school and take care of these things. You're much more at ease and it's just so much easier. So to Be able to enjoy the season. Definitely number one, plan ahead. And number two, choose the things that you really want to do so that you can fully enjoy it. Now, this definitely enjoying the season, I think, can be hard for us as planners. I tend to be a big planner. So I know that's not a surprise. (laughs) As you plan ahead for things, sometimes it can be really tricky to be in that specific season. So in the fall season and not already thinking about December or in the uh, season of Christmas and not thinking of New Year's. So I would just try to be mindful if you are enjoying the season fully and really thinking about and setting your mind at ease in that season. Now, one thing I found that can really help is if we practice using the five senses in each of those seasons. So that might mean sight, uh, smell, taste, touch, 
and of course hearing. So decorating with kind of those things in mind, I think really helps us feel a little bit warm and cozy and seasonal and helps us remember to be in the moment and to be in that season that we are enjoying. So for example, we, I love the battery operated candles. <laughs> they are the best. I really try not to buy any other actual candles because I'm always afraid that our house is going to burn down, which is probably not, not something I should be fearful of, but I love the ones that are battery operated, especially if they are inside of something like inside a, a case that has a candle in it or something. And you already have the ones we have that we got from Costco. They'll probably have them again, I'm sure. They always go on sale about this time, but they have a remote, so you can easily just flick all of them on, and it is just a nice warm light and nice warm glow, especially after the time change when it just seems to get darker earlier and you want that nice cozy feel. We have found that I just tend to start turning on little lights like that, little candle lights and stuff, and it, little white lights and things in fall and then definitely in December. And it just makes it so magical and like just a little bit more ambiance. I know another fun thing, of course, is making, we love making banana bread or, you know, special seasonal recipes or having pumpkin spice cider or apple cider or hot chocolate or those kind of things that are all warm, cozy drinks that definitely smell and make the kitchen come alive with that flavor and that scent. Maybe in December, we love to get like a wreath and that definitely has like a sense of, I'm blanking on the name for trees, but yes, like fresh pine needles and fresh, you know, spruce kind of smelling stuff. And so we love hanging a uh, real wreath in our living room somewhere. So we can definitely get the smell of that as well as our tree. So sometimes we hang them in different spots around our house so that it's all smells more like spruce or like Christmassy. So just thinking about the five senses when you're decorating, as I said, will help you be in the moment. That also might be things that you, that you hear. We love putting on Christmas music as I'm sure most people do in the fall, maybe some different kind of fall-like music. Yeah, so just have a little bit more awareness of how you can enjoy the season and be more mindful of the season that you're in. And the way to do that would just be to use those five senses. I really pray that this episode has blessed you and you're able to see with your piece of paper of planning ahead and choosing the things you really want to do. And then that you're able to just really enjoy the season because it goes by so fast and each season has its own special, unique things that you get to do in it. And I think if we're already so consumed with work and school and kids and family and cleaning and house that it's oftentimes really hard to slow down and enjoy each of those seasons. So I pray that this would just be very helpful for you, that you'd be able to plan ahead a little and take a few things off your plate, choosing the most important things you want to do that season to just relax and um, refresh and enjoy that season. 
I would love to hear um, just some ideas of what you like to do as a tradition with your family in each of those seasons. So hop on over to our Facebook group, Home Management for Working Moms, organization and time management. I would love it if you wanted to drop us a comment there and just say, what kind of fun traditions are you looking forward to? Or do you like to do over the holidays, over the fall? Um, I am always looking for fun, new things, especially as our kiddos are growing and changing into different seasons themselves. And they're not as interested in some of the traditions that we used to do when they're little, but maybe they'll be interested in making some different ones. So I really hope that you are able to find a space of rest and reflection and just enjoy each of these seasons. So until next time, I, yeah, I hope you have an amazing season and let's connect over Facebook. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 